0: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Rico here, CEO of SourceFindAsia, co-host of me and Jenna Podcast, and the host of the SourceFindAsia YouTube channel, of course, back with another one. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Let's start with the basics. WeChat is basically a chat application. That's how it started off. It was, it's kind of like WhatsApp mixed with probably Messenger and FaceTime. It's, it's, it's so many different things in one. But of course it started off as just a simple chat application. And the unique thing about WeChat at the beginning was it was all voice over IP. And it was not like you people weren't making calls. It was literally just like leaving voice messages. And then I think they implemented sort of the chat Uh, The actual text application later on and then since then I mean it's it's grown into obviously it's the most widely used chat application in, in, in mainland China so many different things that you can do on WeChat like you can do conference calls which is something that you can't do on WhatsApp obviously there's something called a WeChat wallet which is basically Apple pay four or five years before Apple pay even existed so you can transfer money like you connect your bank card to your WeChat account or your credit card to your WeChat account and then you can withdraw money from your bank account and have it in your WeChat wallet or vice versa if somebody sends you money on WeChat uh, you can then transfer it into your into your bank account so I mean I do a lot of like micropayments via WeChat like I pay my well rent isn't a micropayment per se but I pay my rent through WeChat when I had part-time employees and, and sort of like interns and stuff like that before we had a Chinese business account. I used to pay wages on WeChat, obviously. Now it's different because I'm paying them through our local Chinese business account. You know, there's always small things. We have a shipment that comes in or we're sending out a shipment and it's a couple couple dollars, like at WeChat, I'm paying for my lunch at SweetChat, paying for DDs, which is Chinese Uber at WeChat. So there's just all of that and then on top of that, You can share documents and things like that. This is all stuff that is now more common in, let's say, WhatsApp and stuff like being able to share a PDF or whatever. But like this stuff has been happening on WeChat for years, right? Like you can share a PDF, you can share a Word document you can share an Excel file, you can send a link to something and it's gonna open up. WeChat has like a, its own browser you can buy plane tickets on WeChat. There's like all these other ancillary apps, like for example, DD, Didi, as I mentioned, there's a WeChat plugin. So like if you go into WeChat and you go to like WeChat, your WeChat account, there's all these like, I could just pull it up right now actually. Open up, so this is our office phone and we, we keep a WeChat account on this for business purposes. But if I go to me over here, and then you go to your wallet, you can pay your cell phone bill, there's mass payments like if you go to a restaurant, you want to split the bill, you can order a, plane, a train ticket, plane ticket, get a, buy movie tickets, you gonna go to the cinema, you can go shopping here and then on top of that, WeChat also has all these business official accounts. So these are accounts that are like if I think any sort of Any sort of large company in China, especially if they're delivery based service, like if they're selling stuff e-commerce wise, they're going to have an official WeChat account. So a good example would be Meituan, which is the main food delivery service in China. They have like their own official account there and or even SF, which is the main express delivery service. So like if I set up an SF shipment, right, and I put it in your name uh, and I put your phone number there, They're gonna send you a message because your WeChat account is connected to your cell phone. They're gonna send you a message to that SF account on WeChat with the tracking number. And then it's gonna update you as shipping progresses. So when it arrives, you get a message on WeChat from the SF Express official account saying that, you know, whatever that delivery is has arrived. And like I said, other things, for example, with Meituan, you could jump in there and you can order things or you can check on a delivery. A lot of these separate applications that people use in the West, it's kind of like WeChat combines all of that. Now, the reason why this is not just like a long advertisement for WeChat, but the main reason why I wanted to talk about WeChat and I wanted to build up to it is how you can use WeChat for business in China. So, of course, I just touched on all these e-commerce sites and things like that. but. When it comes to manufacturers, WeChat is going to vastly increase the speed of communication. So one thing that I've, again, I've touched on before is like email is not the main form of communication in China. Like when when people are contacting each other, email is more of, hey, I'm gonna send you this contract and then they'll send you an email with, with a document attached. And that's more so just to keep an official chain of record. If I'm talking to a factory and I ask them for a quick update on something, and i want them to send me pictures and video guess where they're sending they're sending it on wechat if i want to call the factory really quickly to ask them a few questions sometimes i don't have their phone in fact most of the time i don't have their phone numbers on the file or at least my my team would have them but i don't have them but we have a you know we have them on wechat so it's just like it's the main form of communication so what we do typically is like if you jumped into my wechat account here we have groups with our manufacturers so it's one of the first things that i ask my team to do is in the process of researching suppliers off of Alibaba, there's a, there's a point where we shift the communication off of Alibaba's platform or off of email and we go into WeChat. And it's usually after the first email that we send or the first message that we send, depending on the response and depending on whether we want to com- continue communicating with them, we'll shift it to either WeChat right. or QQ. QQ is a little bit more like purely chat-based and then also there's a QQ email Um, Account as well. So sometimes when we want to send larger files within China people use QQ um, Rather than WeChat because there's a limit on, on file sizes, but everybody has WeChat So what I do is like when we get to a stage when we're a little bit more serious about the factories I'll ask my team to create a WeChat group with me and the team and this is like When we're communicating about specific design requirements when we decide to work with a factory and then we start mass production It's just easier like If you're going to send an email to a Chinese manufacturer, the only time they're checking their emails is literally when they're in the office. A lot of them won't have whatever email application they're using, they won't even have it on their phone or they don't check it outside of office hours. When you send an email, even when you're in China and I'm sending it in the same time zone, sometimes people won't check their email for six hours out of the day or they only check it once or twice a day. It's taking a long time to get a response. Whereas what we can do is we can send that email, let's say you have um, some design files you want on the factory to check out, Uh, you might send those design files by email and then send them a message on WeChat telling them, prompting them to check their email. I'm not saying that you should completely replace your communication with WeChat, but sometimes you can use WeChat, you can leverage having them on WeChat to get them to check something else. Because again it's not necessarily that they're ignoring their emails, it's just not it's not the main form of communication for business in China, so people don't necessarily check their emails that frequently. Sometimes they don't even check those those applications or they don't get notifications from there. So what we do usually is we'll create a group chat with the factory and then any quick, quick updates that we want to receive uh, during mass production or prior to mass production, that's how we communicate. We'll have the little WeChat group and it also helps me from management perspective because it's one aspect to jump into your email and read let's say you know, five, six different emails on an email chain. It's another aspect to jump into a WeChat and catch up on you know, 20 quick messages back and forth and then I can get clarification on anything. And then I can also interject and add my points here and there. And something that we do as well is we don't just make WeChat groups with our factories, we make WeChat groups with our clients. And that also helps with us because sometimes there's small things that we want to get clarification on. You might have sent an email and there's maybe a sentence that we didn't quite understand or something and we want to get, we want to make sure that we're on the same page. So then we contact the client on WeChat and ask them for the clarification on that. And then other things that we also do is like we'll have a WeChat group with our client and the factory in one group. And then we're all, you know, the information is all there. So that helps because a lot of times the person who knows, and I've told this, I've said this before and on, on, on the YouTube channel the person who's supposed to know the most about their product in terms of a design and and you know quality perspective is the client so it's important especially when you're doing an original design that You are involved in the at least the communication process in terms uh, like communicating design requirements Obviously things can be you know taken into English and then translated into Chinese and passed on to the manufacturer but I still think it's important to have some sort of involvement whether you're working with a with an agent or you're not working with an agent don't just kind of like leave everything to them to decide you want to be involved in you know communicating some of these things and then at least making decisions on a lot of the design requirements because at the end of the day no one should know more about your product than you and the, and the second thing is no one is going to care about the design aesthetics of your product as much as you do you spent probably six months to a year thinking about these things and coming up with a product. And the factory that you're working with and the agent that you're working with are new to this. So it's going to take them some time to kind of fully understand what your requirements are. So, super important. I think that, again, remember the fact that, like, people are not checking their emails during work hours. But if you have access to someone's WeChat, they're always going to be checking their WeChat because that is both a business application, it's also a personal application, and they just check WeChat more frequently. So you could still get answers to certain questions, whether that person is at work at that time or not. Like, I I mean, we've had multiple situations where somebody, like we'll be talking to a factory and it's after six o'clock and there's an emergency that pops up and it's seven, eight PM at night. And then, you know, my team and the factory are going back and forth. If we were relying on email for that, a lot of times we wouldn't have heard a response until the next day and sometimes that 12 hour period can be extremely crucial so i think don't 100% shift all of your communication to wechat because i've also seen that mistake happen where some people just completely communicate through wechat you have to remember as well that there's it's important to have a chain of records because wechat is a chat application you might have hundreds of messages going back and forth within a couple of days. In the future, if you want to reference something again, it might be difficult to, to do that. But again, if it's quick questions and answers, do that through WeChat. If it's something that you need to have confirmed, like if you want to confirm a contract, or you want to confirm that a mass production should, be, uh, should start, or you want to confirm a shipment and things like that, that stuff should be done through email so that there's a clear chain of communication of course like i said qq is also quite important but everybody has wechat and if a factory tells you they don't have wechat this is probably not a good sign hey what's up guys thanks for listening to this episode of the Made in China podcast if you want to reach out to us that's podcast at sourcefinasia.com if you want to check out the show notes from the episode that you just watched that's sourcefinasia.com made in china and be sure to also check out our youtube channel sourcefinasia all one word. Then she Cheers. loves me not, 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 not. She loves me not. <laughs> Feel like she loves me. She loves me. And then she loves me not. Then she loves me not hey i know that this ain't nothing that you used to out of the ordinary unusual i know you had your whole life planned out so to watch this pan out i know this shit gotta confuse you i know you wonder why i had to choose you don't want to take you for granted or abuse you so i'ma keep it honest i think it's a little ironic if i hit another chick